0: This is a program about going deeper. It is about creating a culture of learning. It's about putting apostolic feet to prophetic hope. It is our mission to purposefully equip the world to transform their region with God's love. We want to create an atmosphere of divine influence to the nations by walking in the power of His Holy Spirit with a faith that shapes the future. Welcome to Eagle Mountain
1: Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. My name is Chris Banking, I'll be your host today, and I am pumped about today because we're having a a guest on we've had on before, Corey Russell. Corey is an amazing, amazing man of God, doing incredible things. We've also got with us again Bobby Hobby. How are both of you guys doing this wonderful fall day? I'm doing amazing.
2: I'm... Yeah, just loving fall. That's my favorite time of the year, and uh, I just love Bobby. He's my brother. <laughs> yes, He's my brother. And so just, I love being with you guys and yeah. talking about things that are going on. So I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, good.
0: Yeah, yeah same. It's always always a pleasure when we get to hang out with Corey and uh, just stir up the fire of what's happening. Um, yeah, West Coast. It's the same thing. God's doing amazing things, and so there's. We're just contending and going after the supernatural grace that he's releasing right now because it is so. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. Now, Corey, you're coming from your home base in Dallas, right? So how fall in Dallas? You said you love fall, but what's fall in Dallas like? You know,
2: it's (laughs) it's it's delivering a little bit. You know, just anything. Now, I'll I'll be honest, I've. I lived in Kansas city for 18 years and we've been here for almost three years. That's the biggest thing I miss is the falls.
1: Yeah. Come on.
2: Yeah. I love It's my favorite time of the year. All the good, false stuff. So, But we're getting a little
1: bit. Dallas is doing a little decent this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, yeah, as Bobby alluded to, you know, there is so much happening right now. And what we wanted to really dig into, I thought, on this uh, particular podcast is to hear from you a couple of things and how they relate to this upcoming event that's coming up, which is your first event, the NashRite Conference. So I'd love to hear about that, but let's hear about that later. First, let's dig into what are you hearing from the Lord right now with regards to right now. There's just the whole world is just in this, you know, churning and tumultuous crazy time right now. And through all that, I feel like um the Lord is 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 speaking to us. What are you what are you hearing right now? Is it or would you even agree with that? Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I I believe that as external pressures Increase chaos, confusion, all the different narratives. It's a call to the body to come out of the swirl, chaos, and confusion, and simplify. To simplify, fresh eye contact with God, and and I've been just preaching a lot on Psalm one and two, and how I believe that coming out of the counsel of the ungodly, coming out of the path of sinners, and out of the seat of the scornful, and coming into a new delight in the Word of God. And into a life of meditation in the Word. Yeah, we need we need trees in these days that can navigate and and help the body in this hour. So that's what that's what's really screaming to me, and what I just keep saying over and over again wherever I go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Bobby. I, what? What are? I'd love to hear from you too. Like, I mean, we talk about this stuff quite a bit on this podcast, but it just feels like there's been some shifting and things are different. What are What are you seeing?
0: Yeah, you know what I'm excited most about is the Daniels that are showing up with solutions these days for solving the world's most pressing problems. What Corey carries is awe, wonder, and fascination, and that's the thing that should be burning in our hearts the most not in fear, not in, OMG, this is happening to me because we know yeah. nothing happens to us. Everything happens for us. And so that's what I love what Corey carries and those who are raising up like that all over the planet right now. This is the time to hear from heaven, to know what God's saying, and even know the dreams that are in people's hearts before they know it and begin to speak to it. Something's about yeah. to happen on the planet right now, and we are to be filled with hope.
1: Amen. Come on. Um, I love that. And Corey, something you said when we were initially, when you were first, um, answering that first question, um, that you, you said the external pressures are, are often a call to come out and simplify. I think I love that, but can you go into that? <laughs> can you go into that
2: more? Yeah. I mean, you think about it in everything of our life, external pressures get us to ask internal questions mm. and, and and it gets us to to do assessment and inventory on where are we at where's our soul at Um, am i as connected to god as i think i am and it gets us to ask the deeper questions and it forces us and i believe this is god's gift all of this is to drive us into a deeper uh, connection with god to come out of the superficiality to come out of the shallow and to really begin to connect with god and each other at deeper levels and because i i think that's phenomenal what bobby just said about the daniels know, yeah, daniel is in his teenage years when he's exiled from jerusalem all over right. babylon and this young man has enough history in god to begin to set his heart and his face towards jerusalem Three times a day that he did for 60 years wow. and we saw the doors that that opened in the midst of a very dark hour but yet he was right in the middle of it to bring divine direction his obsession, yeah. the resource of heaven and so that's what i'm excited about is they really all go together in my mind
1: yeah yeah i think that so what i love about that is it's not like um well, actually, let me ask: um, Do you feel like this is a call? So, I love what you said. The pressures are a gift to come out of the shallow. And you also said the external pressures cause an internal uh, cause us to ask internal questions. It's just, man, that is just spot on. Do you feel like this is a call to everyone right now? Since it, it seems like all of these pressures are are literally a foot across a global stage. Is this is this a is this a call to everyone, or is it? Or is it a call to just certain people? Or what do you think? Well, I think
2: what's been, what's
1: been being
2: cultivated in the last season is now starting to manifest. Yeah, and That's what these kinds of things do. So it, it's really like a five wise, five foolish virgins. What you've been doing, there's really not much separation. But in seasons to where it's a shift, what's inside becomes manifest. Right. And And I think, and I think that's happening both good and bad in the earth. And and I but I think it's it's the hour for the righteous to shine, to come with answers, to come with hope, to come with stability and actually shepherd uh, the earth through it, as well as we're going to see a mass harvest come in Mm -hmm. as people realize I don't have enough fortitude to navigate turbulent days. I need a savior. I need a rock. I'm not wise enough, strong enough, smart enough. I need God. Yeah, yeah. It's a shift, a sifting, a sifting, right? Absolutely, but I believe it touches everyone. But it just there's different purposes. Uh, those that have been on been the Daniels, doing their three times a day, faithful for the last decades, are going to emerge overnight. The Josephs emerging overnight, and and I think that's what these kinds of moments do. They release the shifting, and those who have been on the backside are
1: coming to the front overnight. Wow. Wow, Bobby, Bobby, your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, just like in when Jesus was birthed, here the angels appear to the faithful shepherds who've been watching over what yes. had been entrusted to them in their field, in their sphere of authority, and who does God show up to to announce what heaven's about to do next? Mm. And the fact that they have angelic help and that they're not doing it alone. Yes. He it to those who've been faithful, and yeah. he appears to them, and then there's this massive worship that happens. And then he says, Today in the city of David. In other words, you can't incubate something brand new unless it's been born in an atmosphere of praise and yeah. thank you and welcome to his presence. And in those moments, something that's about to be birthed on the planet that's never happened before gets incubated in those types of atmospheres that's what i I love about prayer and worship and oh god we've created you know that place that you've asked where has where will you build a house for me and we said right here oh god and so god comes to those places and then he explodes that onto faithful people because he's got the end harvest in mind just like Corey said and he's about I just uh, really harvest the harvesters in a new way. That stuff is sort of now in the rear view mirror. He's really releasing what he's promised he would.
1: Yes. Yes. Wow. So I feel like, I mean, I absolutely love what you're saying. And I know that people that are listening to this, it's going to resonate with a certain segment of those people. And maybe a couple segments. One group is going to automatically hear what you're saying Relate to it and see it, how it's been playing out exactly how you're describing it, how God has been leveraging these pressures that are, uh, that are out there to teach them new things for them to come closer to Him in relationship. And then there's another group of people where it's going to resonate with them, but they're not really sure. If they're positioning themselves, or they're doing what they need to to take advantage of the situation to grow closer to the Lord, what would you guys say? I'd love to hear from both of you. What would you say to those people that are hearing this right now and they're like, "Oh yeah, I, I love that," but I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure I'm doing it. I'm not sure I'm actually doing what I should be doing right now in this season. What would you say to those guys, Bobby?
0: Man, I would just encourage everyone that right now, this is a season for you to uh, rely on Jesus more than you ever have before. Avoid the religious pressure of having the look dialed. Um, nobody's dialed. That's Even right. though look dialed, they're faking yeah. it. Um, This is a time to say, hey, listen, my stability comes from the Lord alone. Let what you have be supernatural and get off of you any religious pressure to have to seem or look or appear dialed. And then it'll remove those outward walls where you'll find the Holy Spirit will come in and build an edifice. On the inside, and if there's ever a time to pray in the spirit or pray in general, it's right now. Holy Spirit wants to build an edifice through praying in tongues, through fasting, through going after it. Uh, but this is also a season of the supernatural, so not by might nor by power, but by my
2: spirit. Yes, Lord, come on! Yeah, I absolutely. I think, you know, John, the end of John 16, Jesus goes, in the world you'll have tribulation, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And, but mm-hmm. then many of us stop there. But John 17:1 it says, and then he lifts his eyes to heaven. Well, And oh. I believe that perspective in the throne room is absolutely critical in this hour. I'm thinking of two realities, learning how to ascend. That's Come one on. of my big questions to where I'm going to. Do you know how to ascend? above the circumstances the swirl the confusion the the turmoil in your own soul as well as in our surroundings one anchoring our soul to the throne and then i i believe there's a breakthrough with god and a breakthrough with each other and i and i think there's going to be uh there's going to be and i and i think the the courage from like-minded people going after the same thing is going to break fear off of us to activate the things that are inside of our hearts and get us moving in that direction. So I see it in twofold, with God and with others
1: that are going in the same direction. Wow, that is so powerful. There's a couple of things that you just mentioned I think we absolutely need to dig into. Um, I, 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 the one is the um, the being around the like-minded people will help to encourage you. So what I've been seeing this trend, I'm curious if you guys have seen this also, where people are kind of like, okay, now is the time to... Come out. Be secluded. uh, Maybe uh, you know through COVID and things. Maybe they're not even attending a body. They're no longer in a family of encouragers. They're now doing home church or nothing or whatever. And there's just this kind of message. I believe is from the enemy of it's time to be secluded and by yourself and you know hunker down. Um, So. I feel like that is uh, miss like it's not the time for that. What is this? What you're talking about about being around like-minded people that can that are headed after the same thing that are trying to go after the same thing with the Lord? Is that what you're referring to? I,
2: I am yes, absolutely. I believe I think it's Hebrews that says, "In light of the day of the Lord, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves."
1: Yeah.
2: And I I believe it's going it's the power of corporate. That's going to call forth the, the things that are on the inside of us. And I and I I'm seeing it one vulnerability with God and vulnerability with one another. Yeah. Having those, you know, and just breaking through plastic. And, and that's again the pressures are getting us to ask internal questions, which means do I have real people in my life that I can really go there with? Where where am I at with God? <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, and, and 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 I think absolutely. This is the hour to be more intentional in our relationships and in gathering and in connecting around God than ever before. Gosh, I totally agree. If
0: if unity wasn't so important, um, then why is the most major attack to keep us separate right now? Come on. Tell us something about what is on heaven's agenda. The other thing, too, is I would make sure to hang around two different types of people. One is the people who make your baby leap that's when mary and elizabeth get together and something's happening and you want to be around those people that make what you're carrying or what you're birthing leap and so you want to make sure that you're vulnerable to those types of people the other or the second type of people that i'd like to be around is to push myself beyond my comfort zone and be around people that are outside my stream yes Mm that cause me to look from a different perspective and have a different tension because it's too easy to get into conformity right now Absolutely get into safe mode. Fear's everywhere, and so let's just minimize the risk and hang around people that are just like me and that's not unity, that's not community, make sure that you're pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone to get around people who stretch you, stretch your theology, stretch your understanding. So be around like-minded people and then push yourself beyond that as well.
1: That's so good. Yeah, I think it's super easy, especially right now. I, I see something that I think it's pretty clear. We've talked about it before on different episodes. Uh, I think we might've even talked about it with you, Corey, but is that the enemy is using division right now, just very skillfully like divide, 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 divide. And I love what you're saying, Bobby, because what you're saying is, is we, we have to be very careful uh, to not create our own uh, echo chambers by only um being around, for lack of a better phrase, people that think exactly like us. And um, it's hard to hear wise counsel if you're only going to the mirror to talk to yourself um, and get counsel from yourself. So I feel like that's super important. And it's extra difficult right now because of the division and the separation and and all the things at play. Um, which brings me to kind of another, another topic. So I think if we look at right now when we're recording this is near the end of 2021. And I think that this has been a profound season for a lot of people. And I think that at the end of 2020, um, everyone thought that this is surely the end of this strange time. And we're ready to get back to normal. And by you know the next couple of months, things are going to be wonderful, just like we remember. And I feel like obviously that hasn't happened at all. And I feel like a lot of people are, are feeling like the time is just too long. How can they go on any longer? And the question is, Corey, I know as you and Bobby, you as well, um, both understand long periods uh, for perseverance and, and the difference between running the 100 meter dash and a marathon, like it's a massive difference. So I'd love to hear Corey, you, you can go first. I'd love to hear what are your thoughts on, is this a time for the hundred meter dash or should we be looking at what's happening right now as a marathon? And we need to be paying attention to how do we pace ourselves? How do we use this time to grow and improve our relationship with the Lord? Because this isn't just a, a quick thing that's happening.
2: Yeah. I, one of the verses that the Lord gave me at the beginning of uh, 2020 was the Jeremiah 12 verse five. If you've run with the uh, footmen and they wore you out, how will you do with the horses in the floodplain of the Jordan? If you're, a, if you're worn out on a 2.0 on the treadmill how do you think you're going to handle when this thing gets shifted to an eight? I really believe yeah. it's, it's not going back in the way we've ever known it. Yeah. And I believe we're moving into a new season, which requires us to transfer living Christianity in our own wisdom, strength, resources, ability. And there's a divine transaction of living on God. You know, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Run, not be weary you know, that, that supernatural ability to run and to walk with perseverance, walk and not faint. This is, when, when, I, when I need perseverance, I, I, this is something that the Lord's been speaking a lot to me too, is it, Christianity isn't trying harder, it's looking at Him more. Wow. And we're transformed not by willpower. And I, I, again, these seasons expose our limited resources. And it causes us saying, I don't have it in and of myself who navigate these days. And therefore, that's why I believe the power of beholding, of beholding Jesus, beholding him in his perseverance, beholding him in his life, in his death, in his faithfulness. John 13, it says that he loved them till the end and that yeah. ability to stay the course until the end. And I believe as we behold that. We are transformed into the same image, wow. and that releases divine life and grace to us to to stay the course. Come
1: on, okay, Bobby. It's got to you got to be at least as good as that. Come on. <laughs> <here you go. laughs>
0: I think I just love uh, that Corey just brings us right back to central ascending. Yeah, come component. on. And I just love that. I think that right now. Uh, To think about going back, to think about going where it was comfortable. I remember when Egypt, uh, I mean, the children of Israel wanted to go back to Egypt. And there were some things that at least that they they were comfortable with. And they said, let us create for ourselves a leader. Let us appoint a leader who will take us back. And, man, that has gripped my heart right now. Woe to the leader who will take you back to Egypt. Wow. And so I think wow. where God's taking us requires the supernatural. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's a good thing and sort of a bummer that we have to come to this to uh, go after the one thing. But really, that's what's happening all over the planet is everything has been narrowed to him and him alone. And that is all the books that we read, all the AW Tozer, every, all, this is those moments right now to make Jesus our Wait, one. Everything that we do together, everything that we do behind closed doors. I was studying the book of John this morning, and I just felt like when Jesus appears through the walls, because they're behind closed doors oh. afraid, and I was just crying out, going, Jesus, come through my walls of fear. Appear. Yeah. And let me break out in the way that you would send me out. And he did. He said, I'm coming in and I'm sending you. He didn't even just make a mention of all the things that he could have to alleviate their fears. He says, in this hour, I'm sending you. And there's something to be said right now when he appears beyond the walls of your heart. And it's time to throw you out in this season. And that's what gathering like what Corey's doing. That's what his ministry is all about. This is the fire that God's releasing right now on the planet
1: man i i love it and i i i feel like this is such a now situation it's such a now it's a, such a now message because i think for a lot of people this last especially this seems like this last 3 or 4 months has been a tipping point and the question is is it going to be a tipping point into a deeper relationship with the lord or is it going to be a tipping point into more doubt and separation and division and it 's going to require stepping into that. I, I hear both of you guys clearly saying this isn 't a passive situation this isn 't passive at all this is this is a time to step into what the Lord is doing, and that takes a couple things, but one is it takes a purposeful decision to do that you, you just it doesn 't just happen accidentally. You have to be thinking about that and deciding to do that and I just feel like what you guys are saying is is so powerful. Um, I'd love to move into talking about this uh, event that's coming up. Um, Corey, this is your first event. We're very, very excited to be playing a part of it, uh, a small part in helping um, bring it to the digital space. but really, this is, I think, another thing that is critically important for people right now. But I know a lot of people listening to this might not even know about this conference. So can you just start by giving us kind of an overview um, what is it and, and why is it so relevant for right now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so honored, blessed by, by you guys, Chris, Bobby, the whole crew, and what you're going to bring to this event. I believe it's going to be an amazing online experience as well as in person in Dallas. Uh, We're calling the conference the Nasherite Conference. Um, There was an intercessor by the name of Daniel Nash uh, who traveled with Charles Finney during the uh, Second Great Awakening in upstate New York. For about a seven-year period, this man who was a pastor at one time in upstate New York saw revival, but he left the pastorate to join Finney in intercession. This man was a hidden intercessor who, alongside another guy by the name of Abel Clary, would forerun Finney's revival campaigns, sometimes two to three weeks ahead of time. And they would labor in intercession so that God would win the battle in the heavenlies so that the word of God coming through Finney would go forth in power. And Finney said it often. He said, I didn't need the man's preaching. I didn't need his theology. I didn't need anything else. It was the power of his praying that open the heavens over regions Wow! And, and, and so me and my wife got so radically touched by this man daniel nash that after having three beautiful daughters we became pregnant found out we're having a son and we both agreed let's have a son and let's name him josiah nash russell and we're going to call him nash and and he was born june 26 2012 and it was beautiful and awesome And on March 16th, 2013, at nine and a half months old, I was in London, England, ministering. My wife takes our kids to see family in Arkansas, lays him down for a nap, and he doesn't wake up. And there's lots of speculation over exactly what it was, but the last eight years have been those external pressures that has driven internal questions and and internal wrestling with God over God. I don't understand how to navigate these kinds of seasons and it was in, the, and the Lord really used Psalm two as one of the anchor chapters for me in the middle of the last eight years because Psalm two is about when the when the devil is raging the greatest warfare over Jesus's most prized uh, promised and inheritance from the Father. And the Lord used Psalm two to teach me. He said, "Corey, your greatest places of warfare are to become your greatest places of inheritance." And so I was in that season in 2015 asking God, what's my inheritance? What's my inheritance? And it was in that season that a friend of mine sent a dream and that the church was under siege. I believe it was prophetic for the days that we're in right now. The church is under siege. All the cultural wars are increasing. There seems to be lawlessness and confusion and chaos. And everyone was rushing to the church as we realized we don't know how to pray in these days. And so I walk into the dream smiling and I go, these are the days we've been waiting on. These are the days we've been waiting on. And my friend began to prophesy over me in the dream. And he said, Corey, for every one voice of awakening, I'm going to raise up seven voices of intercession. And then he said it again. For every one voice of awakening, I'm going to raise up seven voices of intercession. He says, I've given Lou Engle the Nazarites, but I'm about to raise up Nazarites." And the Nashorites will be a hidden army of intercessors. They won't be known in the eyes of men, but they're going to be famous in heaven. And I'm going to hear their prayers and I'm going to hear their cries. And I'm going to move in their families, in their cities, in their churches and in the earth. And I'm going to release a global outpouring of the spirit. I'm going to save my people, Israel, and I'm going to return based on their cries. And so my friend sends me this dream and I got so stirred by it. I'm going, God, that's my inheritance Give me wow. 100 million Nashorites across the earth that would be raised wow. up and anointed an in intercession to see the breakthrough of God in our day. And so this has been a, I don't know, a, a five year, six year dream. I've been preaching, but it wasn't really until the spring of 2021, when my wife went through a powerful season of visitation and encounter And she was brought into this revelation of seeing God raise up a generation of intercessors. And when she began to really lay hold of this thing afresh, I knew it was time to blow a trumpet and to begin to gather the intercessors. I knew it was a time to raise a flag. And so that began in the spring of what we're now having here on November 12th through the 13th here in Dallas, Texas, our first Nashorite conference where we're calling intercessors young old and i believe god wants to redefine the term intercessor in our day i believe it's a word that's gotten hijacked by a couple of fringe people i'm grateful for what intercession has been but i believe it's an anointing that's coming upon the whole body in these days and that's what we want to do at this conference we want to give language to it we want to there's going to anoint it call it equip it and call a generation into it And so that's what we're
1: going after. And I am very excited over what God's. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, that is, that's incredible. Um, and you said something that I, I want to push into a tiny bit more. Um, You said that the word intercessor has been hijacked, and I really, really uh, resonate with that. So I think that sometimes when people hear that this is a call to intercessors, they're like, oh, that's not me. So can you go into that a little bit? Because I feel like what I think I hear you saying is this is literally a call to the body. Yes.
2: Honestly, I don't. I mean, I, I know that there are people that have cultivated the grace of prayer in their life. But I don't see the calling of an intercessor in the Bible. I believe it's the identity of every believer. Because <clears throat> Jesus, our older brother, forever lives to make intercession. He is in full-time ministry right now in intercession. And the Bible says that we're partakers of the heavenly calling. I believe that we are called to stand before God on behalf of men and to stand before men on behalf of God as we seek to bring reconciliation and restoration between God and man. And I believe that God wants to break the mute button off the church. He wants to break the silencer, break the muzzle, and release a cry. Because I believe there's a cry of breakthrough and deliverance. It starts in our homes, in our marriages, with our family, in our neighborhoods, in our cities, yeah. churches. We, I believe there's a cry that God wants to release under seeing a breakthrough. And I believe that's the anointing for everyone. Wow.
0: Wow. wow. That's so good. And guys, I mean, you guys know Corey, he's been stirring this up for decades, and this is something that God's put in his heart. If there's anybody who has his finger on the pulse right now of what God's about to do, I mean, there's just, there's there's something new that I believe God's revealing about intercession and how we intercede, right? We're not just interceding from heaven Uh, Or from earth to heaven going, God, come down. We're seated in heavenly places, and so we're making decrees. Intercession, what's about to fall on the planet, is based on you and I creating the future by what comes out of our mouth. And making sure that we understand, gosh, where Jesus is about to go, they need somebody to decree in advance. God's putting nations on our hearts, people groups, family members on our hearts. He's about to go there in the spirit and needs that intercession, wants to partner with us on new levels. And I just see what we're intercessions going all over the planet as people are getting mandates intel about where jesus is going next and they're literally like laying palm branches in intercession and praise and declaration to go before where he's about to go he could do it himself but he refuses to do it by himself
1: well. Wow, man. I absolutely love the way you're talk You guys are both talking about this because I really do feel like it's been hijacked. The word intercessor has been hijacked and I feel like it's kind of draws for a lot of people. Um, it draws this idea of these people that are just called to go pray in a dark room in their closet for you know 20 hours a day, and so I don't feel like I'm called to that. So this this thing isn't for me. And what I really hear you saying is that um, this is a call to the body, yes. and there is no job description intercessor, right? Like this is a call to the body. So I feel like this conference is a call to everyone there's nobody that gets to say oh that's cool that Corey's doing that i hope those guys have a good time this is a call to everybody and we believe that like we're believing that with you Corey. like we stand beside that um, with you 100 which is why we want to do the digital piece so you can attend this in person and i think there's still some tickets left for the in person in dallas as of right now today is that correct yeah, just a few. We're, we're getting close to some. So there's there's just a few for in-person. But the thing is that when you're doing something like this, and, Corey, correct me if, if I'm speaking out of turn, but when you're doing something like this, when you're literally calling the body, it is critically important that you make it available to the body. And that is why not everybody can go to Dallas in November to attend this in person. So that is why we're bringing a digital opportunity literally anywhere in the world anyone can attend this and it's not just a camera in the back of the room to just you know you know record what's happening in a kind of a a poor way this is a fully interactive experience where we're going to be talking to the speakers we're going to be interviewing there'll be q a opportunities there's interaction opportunities because we want to take what's going to be happening in dallas which is going to be amazing and extend it to almost eight billion people as an opportunity there's no reason why you can't attend and even if you couldn't attend live Maybe there's something you can't do. Every single person that gets the digital access gets access to all the replay. So even if you're watching it a week or two later because of schedule, you still have an opportunity to participate in this. And I feel strongly about it because I really feel like it is a call to the whole body. There's nobody that doesn't need more of an intimate relationship through prayer and intercession with the Father. Like That person doesn't exist. that doesn't need more of that. So... I just feel like this is a time to step into this, and it's just its an investment of time. The financial side is um, its just as, as inexpensive as we could possibly make it. It's really an investment of time. And we know from Scripture when you're investing... Um, In the Lord, like he he honors that. And I just feel like this is an opportunity for you guys. So I'm excited about it. Um, We're about out of time, but I'd love for two things to happen, if you guys don't mind. Bobby, I would love it if you would pray for Corey and his ministry and his wife and everything that they're doing. And then um, I'd like to end... Um, actually, I'd like to start with Corey. I'd like for you to pray over the people that are hearing this, that whether or not they attend this event or not, that they would hear the call to step into what we've been talking about on this episode. And then I'd love it, Bobby, if you could pray over Corey and his wife and the ministry that they're doing, and we'll end on that on those two prayers. Does that sound good? Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Let's, go, let's do it. I just want to just
2: give a call to everyone out there to join us online. I, I believe that this is a this is the first conference, and I am sensing that the Holy Spirit's going to invade us. I believe many of you have been like Hannah, have had a barren situation or cry on the inside of you, but I believe the dam is breaking in this season. Come on. And barren wombs are going to call, come forth a Samuel generation, Come on, Samuel promises, and we're going to see a move of God, and I want to invite you to this. I want to put a call on you to join us for this, to lean in on this. And I believe it's going to be a massive impact in your life. Father, I pray right now for everyone watching this. I pray that you would release the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. I pray for the spirit of prayer to rest upon your people. God, you told me that tears are coming back to the church. God, you told me tongues are coming back to the church and that there's a travail coming to the church. Father, I pray that you would anoint your people with the spirit of prayer and that you would call forth an army of intercessors in the name of Jesus.
0: Yeah. Father, I just pray over this whole mandate that's being sent out right now, all over the globe, that you would grip people's hearts with it. Lord, what Corey and his bride and his team and his family are doing, Lord, let this family fire be caught all over the planet to not only come in person, But be a part of what God's doing with this Nasherite call, this mandate that's being released right now in the spirit. Father, we're calling not just hundreds and thousands of people, but millions of people to this hour. And we're believing, Lord, that you're about to do something on the planet that you want to partner with us in decrees and declarations and Tears and and tongues, God, and prevail in the name of Jesus. And we just say, Lord, let not only this event, but what you're birthing in this hour through Corey and through his team, Lord, all around the planet now, let it be um, energized by the power of your spirit. Uh, Let many sons and daughters become mothers and fathers, Lord, who are responsible for releasing mandates like this all over the planet. Let there be a sending out. Let there be a a supernatural hands laid on all over the globe from this event forward. Let it be a time in history that is marked by something that God was waiting to release until we gathered. So Father, we just bless this mandate all across the planet right now. We bless Corey and his team and what you've been incubating in all of us for years now. Let it be, let it come to pass in the name and for the same
1: of the man, Christ yeah. Jesus. Come on, come on. Amen, amen. Oh man, you guys, this is so encouraging. I'm super excited about it. Corey, Bobby, thank you guys for spending some time. You guys, if you're interested in this, definitely find in the description, register right there. Um, there's a couple of tickets left for online, but or for in-person, but online is unlimited. So definitely register. If you're watching this five years from now, I just know that something amazing is going to happen so click on the link anyway and get the replay access um, because I feel like this is, um, this is something that's it's going to have absolutely powerful, lasting impact. So thanks again, you guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode.